Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez. Follow me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. That's F-A-S-H-O. Man, today, today is a good day. <laughs> it's a it's a hot day. But uh, we're going to cool things off as the conversation get rolling with some uh, ice, ice baby. I got Spence <laughs> in the building. Spence, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. Good. Man, I'm glad I got you to come out here. I mean, I know uh Waterford ain't no uh five minute drive, so <laughs> I'm I'm glad you came and took that 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 hike. Yeah. Maybe it's on the way home. Yeah. Know. Absolutely. Home is now. Where are you originally from? So originally I'm from Bloomfield, Michigan. Bloomfield. Um <clears throat> grew up there and uh went to high school in that area and then moved down to Cincinnati. Um, just it, wait, how did that was a quick transition. Wait, so you're from Bloomfield and you just moved when did you Where'd you go to college at? So I went to Xavier down in Cincinnati. Okay. So that's answer. that's how I got down there. And four years after I lived there, I realized that that was the spot for me. Um, had a vibrant startup community. Yeah. And um, I got affiliated with that my third year of school and decided to stay there. How old are you? Not, how old are you? I'm, I just turned 24 two oh, weeks ago. Oh, you're fucking young. Yeah. I wish I could be 24 again, yeah. but I mean, uh, I can't. You're only 24? Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. When you were were growing up, like, what did you want to do? Like, what's your life? Or, like, what did you want to be? So, I was always urged to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And um, I always thought I wanted to be a doctor. But after being around the doctor field, because my dad is a doctor. um, And my uncle's a doctor. And my other uncle's a doctor. um, (laughs) I just didn't think that it was for me. And um, realized that I had to be doing some... I always told my brother that he could be the doctor and Mm -hmm. I was going to own the building. Okay. So I always wanted to do the business from from the start. Okay. Wait, is this a younger brother, older brother? Older brother. Dang. I don't yeah. know. I don't mean I don't have no. And he's got residency brother. and med school and all that, so it's like, yeah, it gives me some time to get my bearings down and yeah, I'll yeah. buy the building and he can, you know. I don't know if I, can, <laughs> I mean I don't have like any older 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 brother, but I'm like, I don't know if I yeah, you can you can you can be in the building. I'm I'm a older <laughs> brother though. Like that just remind me of like I don't know if you remember um What's that movie? Uh, Holes. The 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 guy was like, yeah, the ducks might swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. Like, <laughs> like it's nothing wrong with that. But, so you want to be a, you you wanted to be a doctor just because of like the people around you, like yeah, yeah. Wow. It was it was just where you know the 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 way I was brought up was mm-hmm. just you know going out of your way to help people and to solve problems and to make people's was lives it better. like you had like okay you're going to med school you have to be a doctor doctor not not really honestly my parents have been very very easygoing with me with my my, the path that i took Mm -hmm. um they've wanted me to work a stable corporate job after getting a four-year degree but that didn't really happen because of um you know the startup community and just it was always calling my name and Mm -hmm. wanting to be involved with something bigger than i am yeah what was your degree in, though? Was it in, in the medical field? No, it was at, it was in marketing. Okay. So I started my first year of college and thought I was actually going to be doing occupational therapy. And um, after the first semester of college, I was like, there's no way that's for me. And I'm going to be in the business school. Okay. <laughs> so after that happened, <clears throat> um, you know, getting involved with certain clubs at the school, um, you know, marketing just seemed like the best fit for me because I had an internship that dealt with sales a lot and uh yeah that's kind of really what steered me in that direction yeah so what what would you say like most influenced you the most like to get into that like that that feel like what do you think influenced you the most 
Definitely was, well, I, I wanted to own a restaurant or a bar after okay. my first year of school because I opened a bar, um, or bar restaurant called Fifth Tavern in Bloomfield off of Telegraph. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't open it. I was actually the busser. Okay. And <laughs> it was my first busing job. And um, I really just got to see a, a really nice establishment come, come up and all the management changes and the leadership from the owners and stuff like they were in there way longer than anyone else was. So mm -hmm. that kind of inspired me. And, uh, I was always a chef and I was not a chef, an actual chef, but mm -hmm. a cook. Yeah, I, I like to, I like to cook. And, um, you know, I always thought I wanted to own a bar, but after my second year of college, I worked an internship, um, well, it was labeled as an internship, but really it was a full-time highly competitive sales job Yeah, where I was selling direct TV inside of Costco Oh, I and it was a very that. big hustlers mentality um, you know, ended up taking the job of the person that interviewed me for mm -hmm. the job Holy and shit. it was, yeah, it was, a it was a dog eat dog world. Um, yeah. I survived there for five months and ended up having to stop because of work, uh, despite knowing, you know, too many people getting fired because of not hitting sales quotas right. and that, that experience shaped me and helped mold me. And I still keep in touch with the owner of that company because, yeah. I feel I, I feel like I'm in debt to him yeah. for how much he took me under his wing and gave me his mentorship when I needed it. Do they have like because I, I I know a buddy of mine his brother does that and he's mm -hmm. like he, I don't know he's not necessarily I don't know if he's an owner or like yeah. they do it to the point where like you 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 become sales but you move up and then you like own a direct TV and you get your own store. That's or something like yeah that. you're 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 spot on. It's yeah. it's a company called Smart Circle and they make partnerships corporate partnerships mm -hmm. with um you know. A retailer and a brand. Okay, this retailer yeah. was Costco, and the brand was Directv. And you would move up the sales chain, and you know, once you're an assistant director of operations, after you do that for three months, you hit some sales numbers. Mm -hmm. You lead a team. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm, you, I think you have to lead like two or three teams, mm -hmm. uh, at, and then you can get promoted out to be your own director of operations and enter a new market. Um, and I actually hit that assistant director of ops um, at 20 years old. Oh wow! And um, the option to move to a different city and kind of put school on pause mm -hmm. was given to me. And ultimately I had to say no and continue schooling so I could. I mean, why though? Like if you, if right. You, if, um, right. Why do why? You know, most of the time, like when you go into like, when you go to like the medical field or something like that, yeah. like you need that school. Yeah. Like if you want to do like marketing or sales, like, do you really need that? I, dude, that, that's a great point. Like why? And I think a lot of it was like the societal norm. Yeah. 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 And yeah being so young and not really having the, and that's not really an excuse being young because the, all the information you need is in front of you and right, on yeah. your phone, in your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was just, it was, it was more of like I had my life in Cincinnati and I was coming into my third year of school mm -hmm. and it would just be hard to say goodbye to all of that and put that whole life, that whole side of my life on pause. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's insane to me just to think though, cause you know, just hearing that, that you have so many people that's in your family that did um, like the medical field and for you to just say, you know, I'm going to school for X, Y, and Z. Like that's hard to go against your parents. Like how did they take that? Were they okay to just like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, just do this. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it, they were, they were okay with it. You know, mm -hmm. um, the way that I kind of always kept them happy was that I was, you know, always interested in this, the medical sales field, yeah. which I still am right. very much. So, I mean, I've been to, a few of the conferences where they, you know, show off the new products yeah. and, you know, the, the little 
threads that go through your artery and clear out your arteries like that fascinates me yeah yeah. modern science is pretty cool and all the tools they have to save lives are awesome and they're always innovating so um that's a really cool field to me but i just don't believe that i'm at that point yet where i want to do that yeah i mean yeah i mean you're only you're only i mean you're (laughs) 24 i mean that's they know that um, that's like an interest of mine, though. So right? Yeah, <laughs> but that I mean, helps them at, sleep at, at night. At the same time, <laughs> whatever helps them sleep at night. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to me that you're 24, and and it's cool because it's like when you're that young, like a lot of people, like after graduating college, people like feel like you've got to have things figured out, and that 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 saying figuring things out or having figured out is like tough. Yeah. Like I know 30 plus year olds, you know, 40 year olds that like they're still trying to reinvent themselves and like try to create a life that, that they wanted to live back in their twenties or so it's an ongoing battle. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to have things figured out, you know, in your twenties or once you graduate, you got this piece of paper. And it's like, okay, I have this <laughs> the world is yours. No, it's mm-hmm. not, motherfucker. Yeah. It's not yours. Like you you knew there was a possibility you getting this degree and ended up in a field that had nothing to do with that degree. Yeah. Cause you hear it time and time again, you're gonna get a job in something that has nothing to do with your degree. You hear that so much. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, for me, it'd be it's just hard to to go up against uh, your parents to or family that's like, oh yeah, you know, that's what we do in our family. We're medical, medical, medical. We do doctor, and it's like, oh yeah, you let us down with this one, Spence. But <laughs> but you got to find your own path. Yes, you know, you want to be all happy. about that. Navigate your own path. Yeah, you want to you want to be happy and you want to find your own way. Like, yeah. But as 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 youth, we're influenced by so many things, and it's like, okay, okay, I want to be a doctor only because my parents are doctors or. Oh yeah, I want to be a police officer because in school you only get a couple options: shit, police officer, doctor, nurse, or teacher. Like they don't say, "Oh yeah, do you want to be an entrepreneur? Like do you <laughs> want to do medical sales?" They don't say, "Oh, do you want to be a car salesman, a janitor?" Like yeah. they look down upon all these other opportunities in life that can turn into careers. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's just a scary thought to think you got to box yourself into you know the limits of your parents or your parents' parents or your friends. Yeah. So. Um, I think that's interesting that you did that. Yeah, and <clears throat> on the whole, uh, you know, when you're graduating college, having your life figured out, by no means did I have mine figured right, out. Yeah. I graduated college. I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. I had my own startup. Okay. And my own startup was still in development. Um, I had a co-founder. We were working day and night on this thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you don't have a product, you're not making money. Right. <laughs> so we were just working odd jobs here and there. And um, by no means did I have my anything. Well, what was out. your startup like? Uh, so this one was called Peep the Study oh, App. Oh shit! This one, this it's gonna be a couple. Peep the Study App uh, okay. was the way to increase your personal productivity uh, while you were studying in college. Mm-hmm. So what we allowed you to do was build a custom study plan, mm-hmm. and in that study session, so you have, um, you know. Say, I want to study for 30 minutes, and every 30 minutes, I want five minutes to take a break. Mm-hmm. There's a technique called the Pomodoro method, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's it's a productivity method. Um, and that's kind of where we got our idea from. But yeah. we said, why not? Why, why can't you customize this? Um, why can't you customize the time intervals? And also, why can't we compete? Right. Competition is great. Yeah. Um, it helps push people to their, to their maximum and, and strive for greatness. So we wanted people to... Um, we were actually geofencing universities. Mm-hmm. So say, Martez, you're studying for 30 minutes, and in that 30 minutes, you checked your phone twice. Mm-hmm. You got distracted twice. That's going to affect your overall productivity score. Yeah. And we're going to rate your productivity score 
against other people's on that campus Mm -hmm. and you can break it down by leaderboards and see who has the highest productivity score and you know, the big thing was, you know, well, why can't you just sleep on this thing and say your productivity score is 100%? Well, there are a lot of things that we, our co-founder, uh, my co-founder Luke was a criminal justice major, so mm-hmm. he was making sure that nobody could cheat. Okay. <laughs> he okay. had a lot of preventative measures in place. Well, I was about um, to say, I mean, even still, like, I mean, there seemed like there would be a lot of outside factors that, like you yeah. said, I mean, especially with like attention span, I'm the wrong, don't, don't test me, don't, don't study me, because my attention span is terrible. Oh, it'd yeah. be easy for me to fuck up and drop. Yeah, my same. Sc- yeah, so. That's why we created it. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to fix our own problem. <laughs> but it, if I'm going up against somebody who's like, their, their sheer will and their focus is just like, I mean, they're, they're able to multitask and, yeah. you know, they don't care about being on phones or social media, I mean. Yeah, they're gonna put a hundred and twenty percent into doing it. Yeah. Me, I'm gonna be like, well, uh, all right, let me give you my sixty percent and and go from there. Yeah. Well, our, our idea was to transform, you know, the three to four hours studying that you need for one test into mm-hmm. two hours of hyper productivity time. Okay. Okay. Or hyper productive time. So, um, you know, we we had an MVP. We got to that point, but um, funding was tight because we were self funding it, and yeah. it was an app with. You know, having two co-founders with no technical background um, was so what tough. The hell did, if you know we had we had we had, wanna... yeah, we had about four people on our team, and two okay. of them were pretty awesome tech guys themselves. And then we also um, outsourced our development work to our acting CTO, mm-hmm. um, but he wasn't local with us, so it was hard to communicate with him and get yeah. deadlines and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, was peep like an acronym or did it or was so the, yeah oh, i didn't even hit on that oh my god that's right, i got you so peep um our logo was a turtle and the idea was to hide in your shell and study and then you would peep back out of your shell okay for your study break okay and you would check your phone and say hey what's the plan for tonight i'm studying right now i got 30 minutes coming up right you know text me the plan and i'll let you know after this 30 minute break mm-hmm. or this 30 minute study session is going so um yeah, it was it, it was it was very fun to do. Um, I still remember when my co-founder we lived in the same house. We had a house with seven guys, and yeah. he ran up the stairs at like three o'clock in the morning, and he's like, "Dude, I have the perfect idea." Yeah, and uh, I was told him that you know his perseverance was something that I really enjoyed. Exactly, I'd yeah. come home from class, night class, and he'd be playing Mario Kart by himself, trying to beat his record on the same lap. <laughs> <laughs> at least 50 times in a row i'm like dude i love that <laughs> i want to start a business with you let's do something and uh it, it goes back to the our conversation earlier like yeah. with people yeah you know having the right people so um it was that those were those were fun times and so great learning so great learning. so so during that during the startup um were you able were you ever in like a corporate america setting like were you ever climbing the corporate ladder doing anything um, in the startup world, I mean, like there's, there's a startup ladder, if you will. Okay. Um, you know, we, we actually worked, um, our first exposure to the startup world itself was, um, startup weekend in Cincinnati okay. where we went in for 54 hours in one weekend. Literally like you'd wake up, you'd go downtown, you'd post up at this co-working space, work yeah. with your team on your idea for the weekend and finish. And, um, that's where we kind of really got the the way down, like the way that entrepreneurs work. Right, um, yeah. We got to meet a lot of entrepreneurs. I met an entrepreneur who's actually really blown up now. And um, I got the chance to actually work with her. And 
She um, wasn't back then, like doing. She was, she was definitely, you know, popping back then. But okay. now she's like raising venture capital money, and she's, she's, uh, she's a badass woman. Yeah. yeah. Her name's, her name's Dawn Dixon. Dawn she's great. Dixon. Is she black? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's from Columbus. <laughs> she's awesome. I'm gonna look her up. Dawn you should Dixon. look her up, dude. She's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> super smart, and she's got this, uh, a vending machine for shoes. What? Yeah, she's got some really cool ideas. That's so, sweet. and we had the chance to hear that idea while we were still working with her on the weekend idea. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool. Damn. I mean, it's just crazy because it's like, I mean, for you to get your degree, don't climb the 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 corporate structured ladder, so yeah. to speak. Um, I mean, you just you just take a risk to go against your your your, your dad being you know in the in the medical uh, field. And you just not doing that, not climbing the corporate level, being young with this degree, like you're just going against all the grade, just saying fuck it. Yeah, I'm. I'd say I'm pretty lucky yeah. with uh, with where I am now, yeah. because when we graduated um, and we were working on our startup full time, we were working those odd jobs. Yeah. One of those odd jobs ended up turning into a full time role. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're drinking right now, the Spikes Ice. Yeah, Spikes Ice, that's man. Spikes Ice, man. What are you most <laughs> excited about right now about about this 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 company? How did this come My about? Mode? Like? Oh man, <laughs> I'm I'm very I get very excited about things, small things, really. But uh, we just brought in two awesome investors, and one of them is very strategic and hands on, and the other is also hands on, but he's actually working on making our product sugar free. Okay. So we'll be the first alcoholic frozen product that's sugar-free that's meant to be used in the way that we're using it right, so yeah. it's pretty exciting um we've got this whole package rebrand and uh, we've got a lot of exciting changes coming up so yeah it's an exciting time for spike size so so who actually founded the company how did it start because i know you said you were doing like originally like when uh, when don had, had had mentioned your name and linked, linked me with you it was like you know spence you know he's um you know he's taking these companies he up trying to build companies and mm-hmm. x y and z so what exactly do you do or yeah so everyone thinks that a college student founded this idea this idea of an alcohol infused ice cube mm-hmm. that you drop in your beer on a hot summer day when you know you don't want to dilute your beer so right. you drop this 7.5 percent ice cube in and it makes it ice cold without diluting it right. um so everyone's like, oh, what college student made that? What dorm was that made in? Was that at, at Michigan State? Yeah. And the answer is no. It was actually a 40-year-old you know, dude with a family. Mm-hmm. Works at General Electric. He's an accountant. He's a great guy. Yeah. Great dude. And uh, he just had this idea, and it turned from, you know, turned into a garage, or went from a garage project with his neighbor, Brian, and now we are a startup in Cincinnati that mm-hmm. has raised couple hundred thousand dollars how did you how, how did joe roll like how did you get into it though like yeah <laughs> so so i worked for red bull while i was at school and had my startup for two years okay um and it's possible to work while you while you take college credits right, by yeah, the way. i yeah, was yeah. doing two jobs and had 18 credit hours back to back semesters my senior oh, year to shit. graduate in four years so yeah. it's possible <laughs> but um you know i reached out to them because they liked one of my pictures on insta and I was like, hey, I'm looking for some social media clients and got on a phone call with this guy and he didn't really know what he was doing on social. So we met up with him, my co-founder at the time, and I met up with him and uh, I ended up having more time to work with them. And um, I did their sales, their first round of sales. I was making 
not a lot of money per hour and uh, <laughs> still enjoying what I was doing though, because it was, it was the experience that counts, yeah. you know, as long as you're making your ends meet, it's, it's all about experiences and people. Yeah. And I believed in these people. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I met them, I was like, I believe in these guys. They've got the experience under their belts. Not only can I learn from them, but I can help grow something with them. Right. Um, so let's say that was, that was July of 2017. And by, September of 2017, I was doing their sales about 30 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And then we started a fundraising campaign and we raised our first $250,000. And, uh, wait, what? You raised $250,000 for people supporting Spike's Ice? Like, yep. what? So it was actually, it was 145, um, on an equity crowdfunding website. Mm -hmm. So what we would do is we'd made our video and for as little as $100, um, it was FINRA certified and all, but for as little as $100, you could invest in our company and own a part. And they were valued, the shares were valued at X amount of dollars. And um, you know, if you put $100 in and the company sells for twice as what it's worth, mm -hmm. when you bought it, you get twice your money back. Wow, yeah. So it was valuable and it was not like you needed to be an accredited investor. You could have just been a recent grad and said, mm -hmm. Hey, I have a hundred bucks in my bank account. Like, right, let's throw yeah. that over there. And that's what I really liked about it. And, um, you know, we ran a lot of social media ads and reached a lot of new people, sent a lot of emails and, um, we were able to fund that goal of a hundred thousand and broke that goal. We were actually the first successful campaign on that, that platform. Yeah. It's called wonder fund. Um, wonder with a dub or with a U and, uh, Highly recommend looking into that if you're looking for funding because they're great. Um, but then we had actually an, a private investor come in and match match the money we raised yeah. through that. So we were able to raise that, and um, that was in the beginning of 2018 was when that closed, January 2018. Well, how long did it take? To well, how long? Was it was that? about 45 days. Our campaign. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Stop. In the beginning, it was slow. We were like, oh my God, we started sweating bullets and then it just started trickling, trickling. So, and what, do like, you so what do you think it was to get like a people behind to, to back you and get behind you to actually want to invest their money in this? Because time and time again, like I'll see some people like, um, like I, even myself now, I have a friend who wants to um, bring a business to Detroit and it's like right now, like trying to get that funding is like, yeah. But you got people here that are going to invest in like, you know, alcohol. <laughs> but I, what I would say this, what, what you notice, and this is even like, when you go into like what sales, I mean, you go into like to the, these lower class neighborhoods. I mean, there's liquor stores on every other corner. And I mean, mm -hmm. that, that's the ugly truth. Like, shit, this is going to sell like that's it, it's going to bring money like it sucks. So it's like when you think about like, let's say um, um, like entertainment uh, park or something, you trying to bring that to a, a city. That's going to be harder than bringing something such as like a alcoholic. You know, how, why was it so? Why is it easier to raise money for that? Like, why do you think you guys were more successful? I think to get the community behind it, you. It's certainly people usually are investing in teams. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. It wasn't our team because we didn't have a team. Okay. We had two co-founders and this unnamed salesperson that was just going out and putting some work in. Yeah. It wasn't our revenue. It was the idea. Okay. So the idea behind the product was just people really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, and once you try this product with a spoon. It's like an adult shaved ice is what it is. So once you had the chance to try this product, you know, you realize that there's potential in the product mm -hmm. and you invest this. This is like our, our pre-seed money was what, was what it was. And being pre-seed money, you know, um, you build your team after mm -hmm. you raise that. And uh, 
you know, I think it was the concept a mm. lot of it. And then, you know, now now we're at the point where we're running as a seven person team. Is there any the, who who will be like some competitors of like Spike Size? So there's a lot and it depends on the premise. You know, okay. if you're in, in a bar or if you're in a retailer. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and I say that because in a retailer you're fighting for countertop space. Right, we wanted yeah. to sell our product as an impulse buy. So competitors instantly are buzz balls, you mm-hmm. know, even like Slim Jim, because they're on the co- they're on yeah, the countertop. Yeah. They have those boxes. Um so you had to show that our product was worth selling and displaying there mm-hmm. on our display because you know, you're going to make more money off of it and it's a new hot product. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a bar, you know, any kind of blender, any kind of margarita mm-hmm. drink machine um, is our competitor because we're frozen. And right. we say that you can make um, a blender-free slushy cocktail mm-hmm. in a minute or less with no cleanup and unlimited variety. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that's cool. What, what I, I, I do agree with you. When I, the, I taste the strawberry, and I, I still can't believe, I mean, I'm, I'm buzzing now, but I still <laughs> can't believe that there's alcohol in there. Yeah. I can't believe, I mean, you can taste it, yeah. but that's something like you go somewhere and you get like a, you get like a, a fruity, like a mixed drink and you're like, oh yeah, you get like a Sour Patch kid shot or something. You're <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is nothing. You, you it'll be something you take a couple of those. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's insane to me. Like, cause it, it, the, the, the quality is great. Like it tastes real good. And it's like, that's. It literally tastes like you're sitting around eating icy. You yeah. can sit there and like it's dangerous. Yeah, because it'll sneak up on you. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I didn't. I don't know how many I had. I probably had like five or six of them. It's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have had that many on top of like drinking because you don't think like you just eat ice. Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't really have an alcohol taste. You're it, right at all. And and the point of that is, uh, so we wanted to use a neutral spirit, mm-hmm. and the neutral spirit kind of is is it's neutral (laughs) so when you mix it with beer when you mix it with champagne when you mix it with vodka bourbon whiskey Mm -hmm. rum gin anything Mm -hmm. it's not going to have a conflicting liquor aftertaste yeah we all know how tequila and all that goes down you know you need that salt and wine (laughs) but with this product it really hides and masks that effect no Um, you you need that salt and wine if you like me you don't need no salt and wine (laughs) you don't need no chaser you just drink it (laughs) I don't need. There you no. go. Hey, to each his own. <laughs> but um, I need that line. <laughs> so what, what exactly? So what exactly is your or is your role overall role in the company? Because I know you said it's what seven yeah. of you guys now. Yeah. And when yeah. you started, it was it was a founder and a co-founder. Yep. And then how so, did you? Like, so I I started um, in February of 2018 as the only employee and as the director of new business development, and I was the only full time. So the co-founders kept their full-time jobs, and my goal was to get our products into 170 stores by the end of the year. Um, and that was it. That was my job. And we didn't. None of us have experience or had experience, I should say, in this industry. Yeah. And little did we know, a lot comes with that. You need the people don't call you. Mm-hmm. You have to go in. Mm-hmm. So there's liquor and alcohol distributors, and they go in on a weekly basis on their weekly routes and select territories and we weren't doing that so we always had to we always were uh, a little bit behind the ball but um you know when you fall behind the ball you need to make sure that you're learning from that that mistake and um you know it's it's always a nice thing to be ahead Mm -hmm. on the curve so um my job for a year and a half was to do all the sales the marketing so making posters making signage making menus Mm -hmm. Um, any kind of marketing request, banners, anything like I would design it, I'd get it printed and I'd deliver it. 
Um, and I was doing our distribution. We have our own distribution license in Ohio. So Damn. I was driving around a good old wrapped Spikes van. And uh, it's a really cool van. I'll have to show you a picture. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I was doing all that. Um, pretty intense job. Hitting 16 plus places a day. Trying to sell product or get deliveries in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say it was pretty demanding on time. Um, yeah. And energy. You know, there's a lot of output energy. So, and I was the only employee for about a year and a half. Um, you know, we brought in a few salespeople from time to time to try them out and stuff. But um, only person, you know, there there haven't really been many people that worked out. But our our most recent person that we brought on um, is a sales director, and she has a lot of experience from distribution in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So that's helped me out a lot because she's been giving me guidance, and I actually moved away from the sales side right, to yeah. the marketing side. So, um, my job, I'd say like my job was always a flex player. Okay. If you need something done, I'll do it. Otherwise I'm selling. But now my job is mostly marketing and administrative stuff with operations and tied in there. But, um, you know, growing a company and there's always going to be growing pains. Mm -hmm. Like this is always something that's true. And we never experienced that because we never had our team this large. Um, so what I'm actually going to be doing now is hopping back in the field kind of off offloading my work, hoping that our interns get a little bit more um, involved with it and, um, you know, hopping back in the field and yeah. setting the pace, okay. showing people you can sell this product. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Just someone's got to do it and show them. So, um, so would you so stepping you like, back in the field? I'm so, excited. So would it be like you like one of the top sellers for it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. well, I mean, <laughs> always. Know, so, I mean, obviously, you know, when it comes to like sales, there like, haven't been many sellers of it, but yeah, I've always been the top. Well, I mean, it's, you you know, trusting in a product and believing in a product like that's that's a huge when it comes to sales. Like, if you don't believe in a product, and you, yeah. you're not gonna be able to sell it. So, if you have that longevity and you you know you trust and you um you've heard you know no's and rebuttals it's like you can create better pitches so it's oh, like man, yeah. i mean now now i hear no's in my sleep yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> in different great. languages in different know. languages yeah, yeah. yeah dude, i know how i know how it is so yeah. i mean i i think your your role is 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 like you said a little bit of everything yeah you know because it's, it, your role is gonna grow as the company grows because like you're one like you said you were the only employee at one time with the two founder so it's like that's kind of scary yeah oh it was very scary i mean these guys had i was 21 what what did what did they do like what were they full-time gigs their full-time is one's an accountant and a cpa at general electric and the other is a group head of research and development at procter and gamble oh so these guys are very smart (laughs) and that's kind of it was always intimidating to me because like their corporate and business professional experience was almost how old I was. And they can look at you and be like, I mean, any, like kind of look down and be like, I mean, shit, I mean. Yeah, like what the hell are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> and I always, I always worried that. And um, that's one of the most, the things that I'm most grateful for to today. And I always tell this to them is like the level of trust that we've built up and mm-hmm. communication. Like if they, I always say, if you want to see something, give me a nudge. Nudge me in that direction. Because exactly, yeah. I'm, I'm always, my head is, they know, they know what my goal is. Right. And um, <clears throat> I think it's really important in any kind of environment that a manager can, you know, have that kind of relationship with their employee mm-hmm. that's underneath them. Exactly. Um, trying to deliver their goals. So, um, And being transparent and letting yes. them know, like, yeah. you have to have that transparency because it's like, 
okay, you want me to do X, Y, and Z, but you got to think about it. I'm a new employee. I'm still learning. Yep. Like, just tell me. Just tell me. I've had to deliver some horrible news at points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I always say, like, you know, I don't want to deliver this, but you need to know it. Exactly. And they understand, and, like, that's just how it goes. Yeah, and then I think a lot so. of the time, too, like, we're being in business um, or being a, a boss or a manager, so to speak, you get to a point where it's like you've been used to doing business your way all the time. So a fresh set of eyes and ears, it's, it scares them too. It shakes them up. It's like, no, we've been doing things this way and this yeah. is perfect. It's like, no, no, I've been paying attention. I'm fresh. You know, things have changed. Time have changed. And then you, you present it to them. And it's like, it doesn't sound as bad as it, you thought it would have if you like, I don't want to tell them that these guys are doing X, Y, Z. I can't. How am I going to tell them? That? How can I lay that on them? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they have 20 this plus is, experience. No. Yeah. Yeah, things change, people change, systems change. Yeah, and in order to grow and evolve, you have to change. You have to keep moving forward. So, um, I think that's cool. Um, what I do, so right now with spikes, you have how many flavors? We have three flavors. Uh, we have a lemon, a lime, and a strawberry. Lemon lime? Do you got watermelon? Don't listen. Okay, because when I thought about watermelon, <laughs> I know, I know. Let it out. Listen, because when I thought about it, I was like, if he bring a watermelon flavor over here, talking about I need to try this. But you don't. You just have the three. But I would love to, because if it's if I say I like watermelon, okay, don't worry about it. Anyway, or grape, grape or watermelon. Our, our two flavors that we're experimenting with right now are orange and grapefruit. Grapefruit for the IPA, orange for okay. the Blue Moon, oh, and see, old fashions whiskey cocktails. Oh, and stuff I can like that, see so. that. So do you have people that actually like sit around and like like you do like a taste taste lab where you <laughs> sit around and like constantly get it's it's. Now? Most of the time, like it's our co-founders in in like the garage. They got the they They're, got the best job. Yeah, right, 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 right. But um, actually, we have a an upcoming tasting event where we're debut or you know we're we're showing off the new sugar free flavor and it's gonna be in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, on Wednesday. This Wednesday at nine p.m. That's far. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Just I can make, make it. it. I'll be there. I'll be there in spirit. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah, 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 right, right. I'll be there in spirit. Oh, um, the spirit! Yeah. I love it, man. That's that's it. insane. So y'all working on new flavors? Yeah. Um, the biggest priority though is changing the brand, changing the packaging. That's all. So right now, you can't see this because you're listening, but imagine an applesauce cup that's 100 milliliters, like three ounces, normal size, mm-hmm. and um. Or just imagine when you're in lunch mm-hmm. in middle school and you get those little ice cream cups with the wooden spoons. Yeah, that's what our pro- that's what our packaging is now, okay. and we're changing that into a an actual ice cube, and it'll be a tray with four cubes. Okay, so it's going to be a lot more friendly to the user. Okay, and yeah, I mean, I, yeah. What What do you think? Like some just coming up, like as an upcoming business owner, like or a startup, and I know that's like something that you're passionate about. Like, what do you think? Like some of the biggest challenges are. Um, with startups, um, definitely not resources because they're everywhere. You just have to look. Okay, so you don't think it's resources? No, Shit, this is I know. What bold? <laughs> no, I mean because yeah, I would like, argue with it. It's that. out there, man. It's yeah. out there. Like yeah. I mean, there are so many different podcasts. There mm-hmm. are so many different books. There are so many different websites. Like you can go on Reddit. Reddit startup. Yeah. You know, you can you can even post your answer, your questions, and people answer it. Like, yeah. There's there's a lot, and you know, I guess like the main thing is always with startups is like the lack of resources. And, yeah. You know, you could even say that's why my last startup died is the lack of resources. Okay. But they're there if you look in the right places. Okay. So I'd say the hardest part about startups, the biggest challenge is people. Meaning to, what? To find the right people. 
Okay. People that see the same vision as you that want to see something grow and succeed. Oh, shit, yeah. So you need someone that's committed when they're off the clock. Okay. You need someone that is willing to text you at 7 p.m. and say, hey, I just thought about this idea. Yeah. They, You need, not everyone is going to do that. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we've seen that, but I think that that's, I mean, I mean, you build a business off of people. Right. You yeah. can't run a one-man show. Yeah. And we've learned that. And I think a lot of people try that and they like, they like the gratification that comes with being able to say something. I did something by myself, mm-hmm. but you do you you never really do something by yourself. Like I don't care if you 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 went on like you said Reddit, uh, YouTube, Google. Yeah, YouTube's great. Everybody, some somebody laid a blueprint for you. You didn't do it by yourself. Like right. you're not self-made. Yeah. Like you know something you know influenced you or pushed you in that direction or gave you a little nudge or helped you to to help build whatever you're working on, whatever craft you're working on. So, I mean, I guess you're right. Like, but that's just like college, like college. Like yeah. they always tell you, you know, the resources are there. I didn't take advantage of my resources in college. And I, that's one thing I wish I would have. Like they literally have resources that like they want to see you win. You just have to go out and get these resources. But they're all there. And I'm like, no, man, college. And, and no, the resources were there. I just wasn't looking for them. And I mm-hmm. wasn't trying to find the right place. Oh, I had that same thing in college. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the library? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is the library? Exactly. <laughs> like there were so many opportunities to use different like like softwares or different things like that yeah. you could play around with in college because you're a college student. You could always pull if you're in college and you listen to this, pull the student card. <laughs> pull the student card all the time. Yeah. It's amazing. Use it while you can. Yeah. Seriously. No, I mean you, it's just <laughs> crazy. Like it's so many resources in college and we don't take advantage. Like yeah. when they say, Oh yeah, you know, you going to school, you had you can get a, a scholarship for X, Y, and Z. It's like they really do have scholarships for being left handed. Like I I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not about to look for a left hand I mean, I'm not left handed, but I was like, I'm yeah. not about to, I don't believe that. Yeah. I literally like be checking and like, Yep, they have a scholarship <laughs> for lefties. They have a scholarship for only ch- children. They have a scholarship. Like, they have so many different resources to help they have you. They have grants. Yeah. Yep. Companies, corporations, Amazon. I mean, the government, they all have grants for startups. Mm-hmm. If your startup is in a specific industry, look for those grants and mm-hmm. see if that's how you can get your first 3K. Yeah. You can go a long way with $3,000 yeah. in a startup. I think a lot of people, like, a big, like, like I mean, we were talking about challenges. Um, I really do think that, it's it's hard like resources are, are hard when it comes to it, but it's like you got to get people to see your vision and get a community behind you but it yeah. goes back to what you said people you know yeah. you just gotta you gotta get people to to trust your vision and understand your vision see your vision and and then it'll start to manifest because it's like you get discouraged because it's like like i said i got a friend who wants to start a business she's like She's discouraged. Like she's like, oh yeah, well I don't know if people like she's been like doing the whole GoFundMe thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like that you mentioned what was you said Wonder 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 Fund Wonder Fund. Yeah. So I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, you said that worked, and I seen on like the Spikes web or or Instagram, it on there is like a screenshot like one hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars or something. I was like, what? <laughs> How? Like yeah, you went far back? <laughs> oh come on, dude! I did some re- yeah. The I mean, research, I, yeah. I was just looking. And I was like, How the fuck did well, they? One thing on the people, uh, a quote that I just need to say right now is, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, bring a team. Okay. And that's so accurate. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite movies, it's cliche, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Belfort didn't get there alone. He built a team. He found Donnie in a diner. He's like, Donnie, I'm hiring you. 
Donnie brought his boys. They were in a warehouse making phone calls, closing deals. I mean, yeah, not a, whole, a great example because they got in trouble for yeah, it. Yeah, they were yeah. doing some illegal stuff, or yeah. laundering. But they had a team. Yeah. And that's what matters. Having a team is very important. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree. It is like one of the most important things is having a team but a lot of people like I said they get it's more gratifying to say I did something on my yeah. own I didn't oh, yeah. like it, it just feel, and, and just people in general like you feel good when you say okay I did X, Y, and Z and I didn't do I did it with no help like but you did but yeah. um, well even if you did it with no help you watched a course exactly <laughs> there, that, you maybe bought a course that that was your help like <laughs> yeah. some something <laughs> helped you like don't say you were influenced by nothing or you you know did it by yourself like because that's not it's not really accurate. Like, it's not accurate at all because something did, like, influence you or help you or push you in the right direction, whether you had a book, heard an interview, you know, anything. So, um, so moving forward, like, with, like, Spike's Ice, like, what's, what's like, the vision for the next, like, five years? Because you guys are, obviously, I think you guys are growing pretty, pretty at a yeah. good pace now. Like, you found your rhythm yeah. and you got to, you know, your team is growing and I think, you know, you guys are growing. So, what's, like, the next five years look like? If you could um, paint a picture for it. So right now we're in two states. We're in Ohio and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal this winter is to move south, um, move to, you know, Florida, Texas, Arizona. Right. Um, that's that's our, our goal is right, just yeah. to, to be in a na- nationwide distributed company. Yeah. Um, and that <clears throat> you have to show your sales numbers for the distribution, but yeah. you also have to show a really cool product and I think we're we're right on the doorstep of having a, an awesome product. Yeah. You know, I just stumbled upon one of those Instagram pages. It's like the best packaging. Like I think our packaging coming out next is gonna be really cool. Really? Um, yeah, very excited about it. Um, and it's gonna be way better than what we have. What we're looking at. Like, look at these ugly cups. They're white. Like, it's just like white. <laughs> nothing. It's so just, we should make them black. No, nah, <laughs> you could, but it's gonna have it's gonna have a, a wrap on it. It's gonna look so much nicer from the side. So like the 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 packaging like kind of more tamper proof like you can't tamper with it a lot like no i mean yeah sure actually that is true because it's going to be a cardboard top that's what i'm saying yeah like but this is like just kind of yeah it's just it just we'll post the picture somewhere okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be looking don't, i don't think worry. i think we've got some some samples here so i mean because these I think your I mean, followers are going to see what what we're talking about these look <laughs> these like like now they look like like the packaging now looks like which is not bad they look like you know like when you're in like school you get those juice cups like the juice cups and they come with the the, the styrofoam i mean the um aluminum foil top yeah um they look i mean it works shit i mean it, it works it works <laughs> like, what, i mean what do you i mean i don't know your i don't know the vision i don't know what type of you know yeah. what are you trying to create but yeah. this works shit so but i mean if you said you're moving in the right direction you got some new um packaging i'm actually now i'm like damn now i'm excited to see yeah. um what it's gonna look like yeah well I'm, like five years we'll have the new packaging we'll have hopefully a lot more states selling our product and uh Hopefully so you haven't talks. came. You, you guys are not in Michigan yet. No. Why? Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. I know. No. Is it not a niche here? Like, what do you no, mean? No, there is. Oh my God! I think we'd kill it here. Um, if you need somebody to be a rep here, just know. No, I, I got your contact. Right, cool. <laughs> I think it's it's just you know you want to go south because it's hotter okay. year round. Okay. And uh, that's really where it falls. Okay. I think um, you know after we. The whole winter, we're going to be talking to states down south. Okay. So after that, when it starts, you know, getting to like the January, February area, yeah. I think it's a smart idea to come up to Michigan. Yeah. 
There's a lot of activity, a lot of drinking. In I mean, Michigan. yeah, Ohio's not that far, so I mean, it's pretty much. Yeah, the it's same, right there. It's the right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, that that's good. Realistically, I mean, all we need is a distributor to say, "I want that product." Right. Yeah. They sign a few papers. They process a few papers at the state. Yeah. And we ship them pallets. Yeah. And then we help them sell it. We show them how to, and then it's done. All right. It like sounds a, easy. No, Everything I mean, sounds easy. Listen, like I, I know said, in the last one you were talking about how, hey, you're making it sound too easy. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> it sounds, there's a lot of hard work behind it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when you create that transparency, especially with your customers. And you know your 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 consumers, um, they appreciate it more. There's more value to it. It's like okay, damn, I see what they go through to to create this product. Like you're trying to transition from, you know, now to making it, you know, sugar free. You know, that's yeah. that's adding value. You know, there's a huge health kick right now. More oh, people yeah. are like health conscious, even their alcohol. Even if you're vegan, like people are are really going towards like. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll drink alcohol, but it has to be X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, just fucking yeah. take a shot. <laughs> like so, you know. It. I mean that. But what you're doing, I think what you're the company, keto movement. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We have sugar. Yeah. We had a bar that was killing it, and then half their bar people, their their patrons, just started going keto, and they're mm. like, yeah, we can't have spike size anymore. And it's like, no. Yeah. Stop being keto. Like, yeah, exactly. Those like, late night snacks are destroying the ketosis. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you so, know about the keto. I mean, it's, I do. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> because it's crazy. Like, but that's like I said, there's a huge health kick, yeah. and a lot of people are moving towards that. So yep. it's like for you to 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 make this product sugar free. I mean, you guys are staying trendy. Like, you guys are moving with oh, the yeah. trend. It's not like you're just like, oh yeah, we just want to get people buzzed and keep going. No, we want to add value. We want people to still get a buzz, but you know, get this healthy buzz, I guess I would, you could mm-hmm. say. Um, <laughs> so it's huge. Like if just summing up everything, like if you could influence somebody to like, because you're in a startup, like you're you're into that. If you could influence somebody to like, you know, do a startup, like what's, what is like the, the biggest message you want them to take away from your journey or your story? I'd say be active and don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, it's funny, like during college, I was always hesitant to raise my hand and ask that question in mm-hmm. class. But uh, you need to ask those questions. You need clarification. Yeah. And there are a lot of people out there that want to help other people, other entrepreneurs. Yeah. So um, don't be afraid. You know, jump in mm-hmm. and uh, see where it takes you. See where the, the wave takes you. Yeah. And uh, try to think ahead. Try to think ahead. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that could be hard, but yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely like that. That's what I said, try. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not, that, that it's could not be, easy. It's, I can't think of it all the time. It's yeah. tough. It's hard, especially it's when tough. you're under the influence. You can't think at all. And, and right under now the we're influence. drinking some, um, some sp- what, what type of, what type of, this we're, is bourbon. We're just going to do bourbon. We're not even going to throw a name out there because we're just all yeah, about spike size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is, this is some yeah. bourbon with some, I got some, uh, a lemon, a lemon ice dropped in here and this is really really smooth when i mixed them i honestly got like this cinnamon undertone which i didn't taste before mm-hmm. um but it's still smooth like it didn't have that i know what you call it the kentucky hug yeah i didn't have to do that i literally can like drink yeah. this this is like kentucky hug yeah this is great but when you take that and and make this a sugar-free product it'd be even better because then it's like okay you're already getting that sugar content from the the alcohol but if you take your product and like make it without sugar it's like I can yeah. just keep dumping them in here. Well, it's like, you know, you you use fruit juice from concentrate, so mm-hmm. you have sugar. But right. if there's a different alternative that you can put in right. and ha- still have it have that same flavor, mm-hmm. we actually all add, like, strawberry pulp, lemon and lime pulp to make oh, our wow. product authentic. 
And you know, if you open that strawberry, you open that strawberry. I think yeah, you, you I, probably I, saw some. Yeah, you, yeah, that you, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you probably saw some in like the like the pulp, like the seeds yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's it. It's at the bottom. Yeah, yep. I saw. I drank it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So, so it seemed it was real because I was like, oh, that's not this right here. Yeah. It was like it was actually real. Like I seen the seeds. Like it wasn't like it's not like seeds, but I don't know. Like it's pulp. Yeah, it's seeds. pulp seeds. Yeah. I'm sure the pulp contains some seeds. You can ask the product guy about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no nah, man, but I think that's that, that's dope. So, uh-huh. are you doing any other like startup ventures on the side, like with other companies? So, because that's yes your startup no. guy. Like, that yeah, means, you can't yes just limit no. yourself. Um, when I was the only company, or I'm sorry, when I was the only employee of the company, um, I didn't really have the time or the you know the the desire to do anything on the side. Right. I I had the desire, I guess, but I just didn't really put the time forward, mm-hmm. and um. Since we've been growing our team, it's been giving me some more time to work on that. So, yeah. um, and time management's big. Like once you graduate college, you realize every every minute counts. Yeah, yeah. not every hour, every minute of yeah. every hour. Cause like getting up in the morning early. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on something. Um, it's uh, it's not out of the gates yet, but it's more so just like a resource for entrepreneurs, like. I want to be the resource. If mm-hmm. you have a question, if you need something filled, if you need a position filled, if you need you need extra advertising, if you right, need yeah, this, yeah. you need that. I kind of I, I want to do startup consulting. Is what it is. Really, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to, yeah. So. That's, yeah. I think I think brand that's building. Huge. Would be I, big. I think that's huge. Um, like I said, because a lot of people don't want to reach out to let's say necessarily other people that are doing it. They they want that gratification to do it themselves. But if my main job is to help you and yeah. like do that consulting. Yeah. Then it does. It, it still feels like I'm doing things on my own. I'm just have somebody to like get my thoughts and mm-hmm. together and help you know push me. But you know to reach out to like an entrepreneur, like somebody uh, influencer that's already doing something. You like uh, I don't want to reach out to them. I'm figure it out. I'm gonna use YouTube. But it's like if I use a third party and I use you, and I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, I'll just ask, you know, I'll ask him and use him to, to help me. It's like, it's not as bad. So yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, you said, what would you, what, like, I want I want to be able to be that person yeah. that people come to. Yeah. I want to be that resource. Yeah. So um, if you have a problem, I want to find a solution yeah. is what it comes down to. But, you know, that's that's a big statement. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not the most experienced person in the world. But you're not opposed and it comes to down taking to the a challenge. Right, I mean, of course. I mean, I love challenge. I just got a great challenge the other day. It was so funny. Um, What's I, the challenge? It was pretty much, you know, we had a steakhouse, mm-hmm. eating, eating, some, eating a nice burger. One of the investors took me out, and he said, hey, go pitch that table over there. You know, that's our target market. It's like a bunch of, like, 35-year-old mothers yeah. and stuff, and it's like, you know, they're eating their food, enjoying their wine. It's like six of them, and he's like, go pitch them the product. And I'm like, okay. He's yeah. like, I'll give you 20 bucks. I'm like, hold your money. I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> and I did it. I walked over, I got samples and I pitched the product. And next thing you know, we have six people who really enjoy our brand. And I found their closest retailers near them and what? they're going to be buying it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about getting out of your comfort zone and doing things like that. Like at first, you know, he gave me the keys to his car to get samples. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to do this? Like, yeah. how do I, how do I approach this? I was yeah. like, I got to go unscripted and be myself. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. 
being yourself. That's all it is. Like you, when you, when you're genuine and people notice that you're genuine, it doesn't matter. Like if people see that and they see that you're being real, yeah. I mean, you can pretty much it sales come easier like that because it's like they trust you. Yeah. You you, you, totally. when you when you build that that rapport as people call it, you build that rapport. Um, it, they start to trust you because it, it doesn't come off as like sales pitchy or like very pitchy. So yes. Um, you didn't have to sell me, dude. I understand, but yeah, dude, it, you're right. So <laughs> I'm like, not, just be, nodding my head yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah, yes, right. yes, yes. Spider product. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, like, just that, that. Once you do that, you're like, what the fuck, Spence? Like, you don't have to come up with a pitch. Like, just go be yourself. Like, talk about what you enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. talk about the product. You enjoy the product. You know the product. You believe in the product. Go over there, and that's all it is. They're taking that first step to go over there. Like everything else is like gonna come naturally because you enjoy it. Yeah. So. Man, listen, um, I definitely appreciate you for coming out, man. Yeah, um, I'm happy to be here. For sharing everything about Spikes Heist, man, to your, your startup journey, man. It just, it means a lot because it's scary for people to want to do something. Like I said, they don't know where to start, you know, in, in, in any company or, or being an entrepreneur. It's not easy. Like, you know, to, to neglect everything you know, such as, like, the path that was laid out for you, whether it's, you know, you having family that are already in the, the, the medical field or you know getting a degree in like marketing or something like it's like you you neglect all that and just be like okay this is what i want to do nothing else matters yeah fuck a plan b let's work on plan a i know i can do it and having that confidence and that's going to take you further than anything like you got to have that confidence and be okay i'm spence i can do this like it's it's just so crazy so i definitely appreciate you coming out and, and yeah. sharing your journey dude and and sharing this this the this, this this spikes ice because this shit is <laughs> bro because it's like it's insane it tastes real good and it's like you can't even taste the alcohol but i know like i'm buzzing so yeah um yeah. i'll probably have to like cut this short anyway <laughs> where, where, where can people like find you on instagram or like social media um so my my personal instagram is just at s pup s p u p p like a puppy without the y <laughs> and uh Follow our Spikes page too. It's uh, at spikes.ice. That's S-P-I-K-E-S dot I-C-E. Um, yeah. Spikes Ice, man. Go give them yep. a follow. Um, if you're looking for something to like spike up your drinks, <laughs> no pun intended, man. Look, get check out this Spikes Ice because this shit like the, the 7.5% alcohol and it doesn't even taste like alcohol. It's like one of them drinks that like sneak up on you. Like, <laughs> And but it tastes good, like so it's kind of dangerous. So, um, check them out, man. Um, this yeah. knowledge under influence, man. I'm your host, Martez. Follow me on Instagram, Martez underscore for show, F A S H O, man. And just stay tuned, man. We got a lot of good content coming soon, man. This is not the last you're gonna hear of Spikes Ice or Spence being on the podcast, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but just stay tuned and uh, keep listening, yeah. If you guys are wanting to go on to a podcast, definitely come over here and talk to Martez. Super awesome guy, easy flowing conversation. And, uh, you know, it's all it's all a little bit tied into us some fun, you know, Not under the influence, knowledge under the influence. Um, come and have some fun with Martez. And, uh, you know, everyone's going to love listening to you.